What's going on, guys? AJ here. Our assumptions, values, and beliefs influence how we select data, interpret what's happening, and decide what to do. Our interpretations and decisions then feed back to reinforce our assumptions, values, and beliefs. We act on, on the biases of our interpretations, and our actions affect what data is available to us. So our ways of understanding and acting in the world to create a self-reinforcing system actually insulates us from alternative ways of understanding. Now, most of you are probably saying, what the hell did he just say? What is he talking about? Why is this in my ear at 9 a.m. in the morning or 9 p.m. in the morning, whatever you're listening to this? I can give you a few insights. What I've always been fascinated about throughout, I would say the last seven or eight years, I've been so fascinated about neuroscience and the way that the brain works and the way that the brain works in a practical state. I haven't been too obsessed with like deep, deep, deep psychology and, and getting too much into thinking and getting too much into like perspectives and the nuances of the brain and things of that nature. I haven't really been too interested in that, but I have been interested in understanding at a basic level what happens in the brain and, 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 and how decisions are made and how we interpret certain things and how that can affect our actions and our subconscious and things of that nature, right? Because I believe as an HR leader, as a PR leader, PR, as a people leader, as an organizational leader, it is your job to understand people and yourself. It is your job to understand at a basic level what's happening in the minds of the people walking around your office, what's happening in the minds of the people that are conducting and executing tasks in your organization, what's happening in the minds of individuals when they're driving home from a long day of work and they are crafting and forming perspectives of you as a leader and your brand. I believe it's important to be able to understand and dissect what's happening. I do think that's a good thing to uh, to be able to do. I do think that's valuable. So I'm doing a bit of reading and, and, and research on this thing called uh, the systemsthinker.com. And this, that little paragraph I just read it, that just, I just read off to you really reminded me of a lot of the things that I not only learned a few years ago, but a lot of the things that I need to start remembering and I need to start putting back into my actions as I'm leading people or as I'm guiding people or, or as I'm trying to create uh, experiences for the people that I'm working with inside the organization. So let me dissect this again and give you guys a few examples. Our assumptions, values, and beliefs influence how we select data and interpret what ha what's happening. So what you need to understand there, if you're an HR lead, if you're a people lead, if you're a manager, every single person in your organization, whether you have seven people or you have 700 people, they already have preconceived assumptions, values, and beliefs right inside of their head. Those assumptions, values, and beliefs were actually implemented and, 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 and drove and driven into their brain probably around the age of 7 to 14. That's when these beliefs, these assumptions, these perspectives have been you know, hardwired into their subconscious. This is just a fact, right? And that interprets and, and drives and changes and actually um, motivates various actions and various statements and various things that they say. 
And so that little line alone is why I'm such a big advocate of one-on-one conversations and actually getting to know the background and the past of the of those that you're working with. That's why I'm such a big advocate of actually understanding and loving and, and, and respecting those that you um, work with so that you can understand those assumptions, those values, those beliefs, the influences in their life. All of those things matter. They matter so much. Yet what I'm seeing in the marketplace and what I'm seeing as I'm working with leaders they just don't see it that way. They don't see the importance of diving deep into understanding a person and their beliefs and their values and their perspectives because at times they actually deem their perspectives and nuances and influences as wrong. How can you do that? How can you tell someone that the way that their parents raised them, the kids they were around in preschool, elementary school, and middle school, and high school, and, and all the different things that they were experiencing is wrong or right. It just is, right? And I know that seems a little bit weird and a little bit spacey, but that is the reality of how these things work. And I need you guys as people leaders to understand that. Let's go a little bit deeper. And then it says, our interpretations and decisions then feedback to reinforce our assumptions, values, and beliefs. So like I just said, our assumptions, values, and beliefs are going to actually be the motivator and the driver the engine to the decisions that we actually make. So when you see your employees making decisions that are a little bit risque or a little bit uh, not polite potentially or not the right decision for the brand long term, instead of getting upset or instead of immediately deeming them a dud or immediately looking at them in a negative light, it is your job to then understand the assumptions, understand the values, understand the inherent you know, interpretations and perspectives that individual has and where those things came from of why they made that choice. Now, let me, let me say this. I've I've, I've seen a lot of leaders take this advice and then go and interrogate um, a witness or interrogate uh, a potential uh, an employee. Let's just keep it there. I'm trying to get all fancy with my words here. And what I mean by that is I've seen leaders actually get very aggressive with their tonality, their voice, their perspectives, their body language, their eyes, uh, the the things that they say, the words that they, they, the words that they decide to use at certain times. I've seen this happen, right? And so please understand there's a difference between asking authentic, apathetic questions versus interrogating someone. So so understand that, please. So let's dive in a little bit more here and then we'll wrap this up. So our ways of understanding and acting in the world create a self-reinforcing system that actually protects us from understanding and appreciating alternative ways of acting and being. So So let's really pause on that because for me, that's probably the biggest thing right there. When you actually start, right, when you actually start producing in the world around your assumptions, values, and perspectives, i.e. your employees start producing, start having movement, actions, day-to-day tasks, day-to-day words, day-to-day perspectives, day-to-day whatever around their assumptions, their values, their perspectives, their influences, right, their subconscious, they're actually reinforcing to their own self, right? Reinforcing their own personal subconscious system saying, you know what? This is right. This is the way it should be done. And it actually protects them and blocks off any other ways of working. So 
there's two things there. The first thing, if you're an employee that's listening to this and you're doing this, you need to understand that every time you do that, you're driving these behaviors that can potentially be negative for your long-term career deeper into your subconscious. And your subconscious is actually what controls 98%, 95%, 90% of what you do on a day-to-day basis without you even realizing it i.e. your body movements, i.e. your body language, i.e. your facial expressions, i.e. your tone of your voice, i.e. the decisions that you make when you're you know, executing a task and it needs to be done in a timely manner. You don't have time to research and debate and, and understand like you just need to act. Thus, your subconscious kicks in. That's what happens. So in order to break all of that, you need to read. You need to study. You need to find mentors. You need to listen to podcasts. You need to get new information inside of your head to try to make different and better and more productive decisions so that you can hold on to your job and so that you can change the perspectives that leaders have of you. Now, from a leader's perspective, what you need to do is you need to listen to this podcast, go spend another 12 hours into the world of neuroscience, into the world of subconscious mind, into the world of psychology and all these other things at a basic level and understand why Sam or Sarah or David or Derek It's actually making these decisions and where it's coming from at a real level before you start to assume that they're a dud or not a good employee or all these other variables that a lot of leaders decide to throw out there. That is the key. That is the variable that 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 merger between accountability and a desire to understand. Right. That's actually really where it is. It's accountability on the employee on the employee and employers part. An employee's accountability system is, I realize that this is why I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Now I need to try to do my own research around my own mind, figure out what new perspectives I can plug into my subconscious. The accountability on the employer's part is I'm going to listen to the E1B2 podcast. I'm going to listen to a Tim Ferriss. I'm going to listen to a Christine Comerford. I'm going to listen to a Keith Ferrazzi. I'm going to listen to a David Rock. I'm going to call out to a few different you know, former colleagues that I had at the last agency that I was at that has a that has has a big passion around systems thinking or psychology and understand what she can, you know, provide to me around these different perspectives so that I can try to be better. That's the accountability piece. Once you have that accountability piece and you start to move on those actions, you're gonna actually start replacing new information inside of your subconscious, which is actually going to change and mold that self-reinforcing system that you've created that has actually insulated and and, and protected yourself from the new ways of thinking and the new ways of working. And you're going to slowly but surely see yourself work and think in new ways. That's the benefit. That is the key. That is the simple variable that I need every single leader, every single employee to understand. That is how, in my perspective, how the E1B2 world can actually come to life at a very simple and systematic way. It's always about putting your employees first and understanding where they're coming from, but it's also about expecting the employee to understand where they are coming from at a personal level as well. Because guess what? A lot of people don't even have a freaking clue where they come from and and, and they are them, if that even makes sense, right? Like so many people don't even understand who they are and, and how to even go through the process of finding out who they are. And I genuinely believe in my heart, and a lot of people disagree with this, but I genuinely believe in my heart, it is your job as a leader to help someone find who they are in the midst of working on different projects and tasks that are going to bring value to the brand, 
Because guess what? The more they know who they are and around the ways and, and around understanding how they work, how they think, how they move, how they navigate, the better value they're going to be able to bring to your brand. That's the caveat. That's the key. So I think I've said enough. Listen to this slowly, please. Pause it for real this time. Pause it. Take down some notes. Understand what I'm saying. Email me, call me, do whatever you got to do to get in touch with me and ask me any questions to go deeper. And better yet, go to the systems, uh, the systemsthinker.com. Go reach out to David Rock. Go reach out to Keith Ferrazzi, Christine Comerford. Go reach out to those mentors and have them explain it properly because they can probably do a much better job than I can. This is just one simple man's perspective and view. And um, yeah, I'm hoping I was able to bring value. Thanks a lot, guys.